Welcome to Thinking Reimagined. Thinking Reimagined is a unique platform for thoughts provoking intergenerational dialogue in a diverse and inclusive setting with a focus on impactful change in the global workplace and community. Our stakeholders' conversations aim to spark thought, leadership, curiosity, engagement, collaboration, and learning amongst individuals, teams, and beyond. Enjoy, Enjoy this episode. episode and subscribe to Thinking Reimagined on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and other outlets. We are live. Welcome again to another exciting episode of the Thinking Reimagined podcast. I am Nifemi Oguntoye. Dr. Ama is here in our signature gilly. How are you today, Dr. Ama? I am very well and absolutely excited to join this podcast because it is so unique. It's been a year since we introduced the Equity and Equality Scholarship Program. And, uh, here we are with about five of the young ladies who were awarded scholarships last year. And it would be wonderful to hear about their experience over the past year as we prepare to launch the um, second cohort of the um, equity and equality scholarship program and really it's in line with the things that we've been speaking about over the last two weeks we've been talking about education we've been talking about children being out of school talking about those who are in school the level of education they're receiving the skills that they're gaining the opportunities for employment so um, it's just wonderful to be here and to have Miss Abby back because Miss Abby is part of the Equity and Equality Scholarship Program that we host. And uh, it's great to see you, young ladies. It's apparent that we're Erin just talking. We're also uh, working, working the talk and matching words with action. It's over a year now since we began the Women Change Maker series. And uh, we're joined by some um six winners of the first installment of the equity and equality scholarship program um it's about empowering young women particularly in male dominated field and industries so we're looking at um, some six future surveyors joining us on uh, the podcast on this episode and i'm also told dr Ahmed, that beyond paying their school fees you are paying engaged in mentoring them isn't that amazing this is true it is amazing and i have to tell you when we started the mentoring portion of it the young ladies uh, they resisted they really did resist and they were shocked because some of them thought they were just coming to collect a scholarship and uh, we wouldn't hear from them or communicate with them for a year so there was quite a bit of resistance, but uh, I think we've crossed that bridge. Have we, ladies? I'm really curious to find out today if we've crossed that bridge with you and what you've learned and how is your networking skills or how are your networking skills going and uh, what's next for you? Because one of you has graduated. I believe Love has graduated. Yes, Love? Yes. Not completely, so, though. Love. I still have my project to get done. Oh, is that what you're holding up right now so we can see you're working at it? Yeah. 
Good, good for you. Best wishes with that. Again, congratulations to all of our scholarship awardees. We are so proud of you. Um, I'm told that about four of them got 100,000 Naira for tuition and some two others got 50,000 Naira each. A big thank you to Pinkin um, Remarging, the Allied Empowerment. A big thank you to parties. A big thank you to the Adekoke family. I understand that. Adekoya family, Adekoya family. Yes, you know, um, the last time we talked about this, we were, we were talking about Olayinka Obulabake Adekoya, the first and only female Soviet general of Nigeria. And I'm hoping that um, things are going to change moving from here, that we're going to hear more more female individuals dominate that field. Ms. Abby, good to see you. How do you feel about um, the scholarship program? I'm extremely excited about it because um, one of the reasons why I um, accepted and wanted to join this program was because I believe that um, the change that's needed in Nigeria has to come from the women. I'm absolutely convinced that we've let the men do as much as they are able to. We as women, we really have to get our thinking caps on, get, you know, pull up our sleeves and do what we need to do in order to take our nation to the next level. And I believe the six awardees that are here will listen to me today. And all I'm going to talk about is about women taking responsibility. You as an individual, thinking about restoring your nation, starting with you as an individual and not um, falling into the trap of having to decide between your profession and your family, knowing that you can do the two. You can have a family and your profession and be extremely happy. I really want to encourage you as women not to fall into the trap of misogyny and all that that's in our society and really go for your dreams. That's why I'm here today. Uh, I like this. Oh, I mean, you're grunting because you don't like that, that they should, <laughs> they should have their profession and their jobs together. Did you hear that? Oh my God. Like, mm, yes. That, that, I that's am some form of misrepresent yes, that's and I some would form of misrepresentation, Miss Abby. Yes, Why you should have grunted. That? You shouldn't have grunted. We are, I'm trying to encourage them to be neo-feminist. I wasn't grunting, Miss Abby. On the contrary, I was showing that was a sound of approval to what you're saying. I've always been, I have two girls. There's no way I would stand for not allowing women fulfill their dreams, irrespective of whether they have families or not. So that, that was a sound of approval that I truly, really um, agree with what you're saying, Miss Abby. Thank you. I, and for Mrs. Adekoya to have gotten that far as the first and only female surveyor, I'm sure she faced so many challenges and she overcame those challenges. And for us to still be talking about her today, um, we, we need to know that her efforts were not in vain and this is part of her legacy. So in case, um, you know, I wanted to just tell you the difference between a feminist and a new feminist. A feminist thinks she's a man, right? Quote, unquote, yeah? A neo-feminist wants to be a woman and have an equal place in a, in a man's world. So I'm just going to make that distinction that I, I'll keep saying neo-feminist, okay? 
Mm-hmm. You see, that grunt is there again. That's a, that's a very <laughs> interesting definition. So I, I, it's just a breakdown of a definition of what's <laughs> the difference between a neo-feminist and a feminist, yeah? Oh my so God. Like feminist is a feminine feminist. Mm. Yes. When you hear that sound, that is a sound of attention. I'm doing mm, mm, like I'm catching some revelation, right? <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, she's actually, I'm so glad we're having this discussion because if you recall last week, Mr. Boyer was speaking about a young lady that he mentors whose family was telling her that a girl does not need that much education, you know, and they really should still be focused on, you know, getting ready to get married and get on with the other aspects of their life. And he was saying that, you know, a girl can be educated and a girl can pursue her, her, um, her, her ambitions and her intentions and dreams and all of those things. So it is important for us to continue to push that agenda, knowing that not only these young women we have there, but there's so many young women who have a drive, who have aspirations, who have, a, who have dreams. And they do need to recognize that it is possible to, to do all of that and still have um, your families. I have my family, Miss Abby has her family. And even Nifemi's wife, she's a mom, but she's also uh, an educated and professional woman. She's, she's actually, a, should I say she's a journalist? How should I describe yeah. your wife? Yeah. She's a journalist. Nifemi. She's also a beauty entrepreneur. Yeah. I mean, what for she's the journalist to tell that? Yeah. I'm so a woman there you advocate. go. Yeah, and you have to realize that um, your education is an asset. You know, um, gone are the days where your beauty is the only asset you have as a woman. Your educational prowess is actually part of your asset as well. So um, the the reality is in order for us to, I'm going to go back to this restoration and changing our nation, we have to be intelligent enough to do so. We cannot just get on the podium and not have anything to say. So your education gives you the pedestal to do that, to be able to speak well, to be able to represent women folk and um, you know, make the changes that need to be made. And just like they say- that I would like to hear from the young ladies, Nifemi, wouldn't you? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, Dr. Abba. Well, uh, um, I was just going to, ask them to talk to us about their experience in the past one year, uh, particularly the impact that that scholarship had on their education and the experience they had with you during the mentorship program. So I can see love, Gade. Hi, love. You have the floor now. Please go ahead, love. Okay, so if I am to, in a, to wrap up my like it's been it's been dream and not completely because I've always been looking up to I've always been having that challenge of okay a woman cannot attain the highest um peak of her career and you have to get married and stuff but having gained access to mentorship and Seeing someone like Dr. Amar, she's a mom, she's a granny, and she's doing so well. And other persons, it's it's been it's been mind changing. It's been more encouraging. It's, 
it's given me a point to understand that my dreams are valid and there are people who have done this and so I cannot be left out. And to know that there is someone there who is ready to pick me up the ladder, it's something that I'm grateful for. Okay. Ayomide, what would you like to share? Okay, I'd like to say that um, the mentorship has really molded me, like it has improved me a lot. And my writing skills has really gone to a place where I would not imagine to have gotten to in this short space of time. And um, I have also been able to present myself professionally on social media platforms. And also it has helped me organize myself and able to set certain goals for me to reach. Dadeola, do you want to share with us your experience? For me, I believe live abundantly as a whole. They've done a lot for me during the course of this one year. Not just about the money, but the mentorship aspect of the scholarship is actually the one that makes this scholarship of a thing top notch. In the sense that it has actually broadened our horizon. We say we see beyond the walls, four walls of our classroom, mentorship, we're able to diversify, not just about books, because right from the onset, when we started, it was like she was born. It was more or less like, is it that she did not know we are in school? She does not want us to do our assignments. But then along the line, for Dr. Ma, I really want to say a very big thank you to you, Ma. Who else needs? Who else is here? We've got Anu, I think. Anu, can you unmute and speak, please? Mentorship has actually been a great one so far, because basically, through the mentorship, you pushed us to do what we could not have done ordinarily, and um, you made us to see, to actually see beyond the walls of our classrooms, and um, made us also to see ourselves on them, like made us actually want us to present ourselves on the global market and things like that. And looking at the, um, looking at them, um, taking them um, our LinkedIn accounts, for example, Nisi. Ordinarily, I would not have like been interested in, you know, being involved with this LinkedIn or anything, but through this mentorship, you've actually given us that opportunity. And personally, I'm saying thank you. Thank you as well. Thank you for being part of it and uh, taking the time to, um, should I say, develop yourself and to recognize that learning does occur beyond the classroom. Um, Melvina is here right now. Hello, Melvina. Okay, so I've really, really gained a lot from the scholarship, including the mentorship program. Under this one year, past one year, I've, I've, and I want to say thank you to Sadion too. I love the stuff you did with the story, the equity and um, equality scholarship story. I like that. And I want to say everything you wrote there is actually true. You opened up my, Dr. Ama opened up my mind to different connections, having to connect with different persons on that different field, um, getting to know more, open up our mind. She, like she said that, we don't have to think like others do. We should think outside the box, open up our aperture to see 
the world from different angles. So I really like what she did to my mind. And I like that you are doing well in your field. And I also want to be that kind of person that would also be top in my field and push other persons to, to do more. I like it. And thank you very much. Does this mentorship program continue or it has ended after the one year? Well, it actually continues. It's all part of our revamping of our program to support youth, as you know, and anyone who has been part of this podcast over the last uh, year, we're very much um, committed to supporting youth in their education, in their employability, in their networking, in their ability to take care of themselves and to carve a niche for themselves so that they can thrive and be part of the larger um, society. So it is going to continue. And uh, today we will launch the second cohort, which means that all of these ladies will be eligible to um, participate and uh, respond to the prompts that will be given. And we're also inviting others who are in the survey field, women, not men, sorry. Um, <laughs> we're inviting other women in the survey field to join us and participate and also have a chance to, to be recipients of the scholarship and mentoring opportunity that we're presenting. You know, our program is out of the box empowerment. And as Miss Abby said, empowering women to recognize that they do have a seat at the table and they need to take their seat, whether it's a seat, a bench, or you stand or kneel, however you need to do it, you need to be part of what occurs to change the narrative for your life, but also for your community and for this country. Um, because uh, there's so many women with great minds and great aspirations who are fallen by the wayside. So here is our chance to empower and here is our chance to make sure that they are employable and that they can become leaders. Um, part of the problem we have in this country is the marginalization of women and their strength and their opportunity. So here it is. So we're very pleased that it's going to carry on and uh, we continue to build the out of the box empowerment um, initiative. You are listening to Thinking Reimagined, sponsored by Allied Empowerment. Are you saying that uh, the ladies joining us Thanks. right now who were beneficiaries of the scholarship last year can still enter for this year's uh, Equity and Equality Scholarship? Absolutely. Absolutely. These young ladies are welcome. We actually encourage them to participate. Um, if they become a two-year recipient, then they do not need to um, go through the process in the third year. So I encourage all of them to um, participate in, in this um, opportunity to be scholarship awardees and also to have a chance for the mentoring and the networking. I am going to ask the ladies if it's all right with you before Miss Abby says something. Um, what was their favorite aspect of this past year? Is it the mentorship? Is it the 
networking uh, because they, they seem to be a cohesive group of women, yet they're all in different parts of Nigeria. We don't have anyone from the Northeast, but we have people from the other geopolitical regions. So what has been your favorite aspect of uh, this one year of mentorship and scholarship, ladies? I don't think I can speak in favorite aspects, but then I enjoy both with the mentorship and the networking. At least now, when I need any information about OAB, I can call Anu know what's up with yeah, school and stuff. So, so it's, it's, it's... Well, who knows? Maybe one of these days we'll have a chance to bring all of the ladies together to one location and they can actually physically meet. I mean, we do live in a digital age right now, and uh, this is what it is, but... I hope that we'll be able to bring them together as a group and that will be fantastic. Um, who else is there that wants to share what their most, their, their favorite aspect of this past year? For me, connection. Like who on head will come to me and tell me I will speak to somebody like Dr. Bola, Bishop, imagine. And without this mentorship of a thing, I wouldn't have been connected one way or the other. So, I believe it's the connection network as well as the mentorship part of the scholarship that actually made it. Can I speak? Of course, love. Okay, so for me, the board has worked completely well for me. The networking, get all the challenges of most of the doing the same course in my school, and then getting the show all the time. It has, it has um, kind of widened my horizon. It has made me think further. It has made me pick up from some stuff I lost interest in, like politics, yeah. I finally picked back, picked up at where I left it. So it's been, it's been good for me. And I really appreciate it. Everybody has said what I want to say. So it's basically what we've been going through under the this one year so the best part of it is the mentorship the networking and not excluding the scholarship itself because without it it wouldn't have brought all of us together so i think the three of them are the best part of it i'm going to ask miss abby to speak to the ladies in the next few minutes particularly identifying what you think is the biggest challenge to you know a young woman in a male-dominated industry and how you think they can surmount this challenge? That's a big one, actually, because almost, um, thank you, Nifemi, almost every industry is male-dominated. So that's a big question. So I, I always start with, you know, telling the girls that you live in a patriarchal society where women are, quote unquote, seen as second-class citizens. You have been given this opportunity, this platform, your education to, um, as a tool to enlighten not just yourself, but others around you um, about how important it is for you to have a say, how important for you to redesign and design your future the way you would like. It's very, very important for you to pursue your dreams academically and otherwise, your personal dreams as well of maybe having a family or maybe having a business and so on. You could actually do all of those things. 
and you know in the Nigerian churches and uh, you know in the and in, in the grassroots and in the churches they talk about destiny helpers and they say you know somehow or the other you meet somebody that is going to help you um, they tend to think destiny helpers are financial helpers don't they they are somebody's going to come and just you know um, give you this gift from somewhere but it could be anybody it doesn't have to be you know you you just have to basically put your ears to the ground it doesn't have to be um, anyone even of um, prominence in society that could actually shape you as well you know the most important thing is for you to realize that you all have something to give back and you all have a future that you have to plan for and the work you do is partly your voice the work I do is my voice to to speak my voice to encourage all the girls and boys that I teach um, I'm especially conscious that I need to keep repeating the fact that you are not second-class citizens you know you must make sure that you play your part an equal part wherever you go to and you think for yourself you know, you're young. I, I wish I had this opportunity, even though I was educated here. We didn't have mentorship programs here. I went to lectures and I went home and I read lots of books. But there's certain, there's something about having the one, you know, the personal um, interactions with people that you can't get from reading books. And I'm telling you, this is, I mean, I will tell you the truth today. Dr. Amma has been a main mentor for me in my life for me in my life. So um, you can imagine that maybe if I'd listened to her all my life, I, I would be president of Nigeria now. <laughs> but <laughs> what the reality is, you know, I'm, I'm there, there are other women as well, you know, don't restrict it to us. There are some people that you will align with, women and men you'll align with, Nifemi is there as well, that you'll align with that actually will not put you in a bracket and say you're a woman so you cannot do this in fact you're a woman so you can do this you're a woman so you can do that it's very important that you use your education as a platform and i'm going to keep saying that you know when you graduate remember all the arduous tasks you had to go through how difficult it was for you to get to where you are and you have to do something with that you cannot hang up your certificate and just decide to sit at home and do nothing and have no voice whatsoever. We are where we are here today because of the voices of Fomilayo Ransom Kuti, Mariam Makiba, um, Madame Tunumbu, all the wonderful ladies in the world. We're here where we are today because of all of you, actually. You know, so let's work together and let's remember that we we have a role to play in society. Wow. That's that's amazing. I think we have to cut that part out and just put it in social media. Thank you, Miss Abby, for sharing. <laughs> Dr. Amma, you really must be proud. Being everyone is talking about you right now. Um, what what do you think? What's your vision for this mentorship program? Um, because I know that um, I think it was Bolaige who said young people always ask why, why and why. Don't stop asking why. I don't think, I think there's a, there's a missing link, you know, between young people and um, elderly ones who have accomplished. The young people do not have people to speak with. They do not have people like Dr. Amma to ask questions. Talk to us about the 
vision you have for this mentorship program, particularly okay. the younger, younger woman. Well, if I may, thank you. And I am incredibly pleased for this young ladies. You know, I've always said my work is not about me. I don't need the accolades. It's not why I do it. I do it because it's my legacy. It's my gift to the universe. It's what I was born to do, to empower people, to um, have impact. And so I use my life. That's that's the work I've been given. And um, I'm more interested in seeing this young women rise to the pinnacle of their careers, to be happy, to be fulfilled, um, and to impact the life of others. I am hoping that as they continue to develop themselves uh, personally and professionally, that they will reach out to others and pull them up, and they will be a guiding light for, for other people who will come along. Um, you know, Mrs. Adekoya was a mum to me. She was um, my mentress, I use the word mentress rather than mentor, um, she, she made it possible for me to see the power of a woman and the opportunities. She was the first in, 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 in many ways, not just in Nigeria, but even in the Commonwealth. I don't think this woman understand the power of the woman to whom we attribute this opportunity. Um, I do because I knew her as an individual and she impacted my life in ways that are beyond words and continues to. I think of Auntie Yinka every single day and I see her granddaughters and they remind me of the essence of being human. And the vision is so important because really in our vision lies our potential. And each of you should have a vision. If you have a vision, then you've got the potential. And with that potential, as I always tell this young lady, you look for the intent. Why? The why is the intent. So why are we doing this? Why is it important for me to become a surveyor? Why is it important for me to be here? You know, my why is very simple, to make a difference, to just make a difference with my life and to allow young people, male or female, to see that there is possibility. And the theme for this year for us is infinite possibility. So if you can create your vision and find the intention within that and add attention to it, that's focus on what it is you really desire deeply, you will achieve it. And learning is beyond the classroom. I say this all the time and Miss Abby and I repeat it all the time. There is much learning that occurs beyond the classroom. It is so unfortunate that students in Nigeria spend all day long in classrooms and then they leave and they don't have any employability skills. They don't have the ability to network. They don't even know what's going on around the world. I've shared this story a few times. When I brought COP26 to the table for these young ladies, they had absolutely no inkling what I was talking about. Yet these are future surveyors. How can they not know about COP26? affects their careers. When I asked them to work on LinkedIn, you know, they started telling me, oh, I, I, I have homework. I have so much st studies. Yeah, you can have your studies, but the learning you do beyond the classroom is actually the most impactful learning because that's where you're applying your knowledge. So I'm hoping that they continue to expand their 
they know this aperture as much as possible um, throughout their lives beyond this moment. And I look forward to working with all of them again next year if they are selected because they have to go through the process. You know, when we're not going to just have this succession series where you just keep going, you have to earn the right to be here. And with that, you get the intention to be here and to make a difference. And I hope that they are sharing their knowledge with all of their friends and their cohorts within school. So the opportunity is here. The potential is here. It's all here. And I tell them all the time, they are resourceful and powerful women. What they do with that power is up to each and every one of them. It lies within their hands. So I hope they use it intently and intentionally. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no stopping you now, ladies. Once again, I want to say congratulations. And if I'm allowed to add just a thought, I will remind you of a quote from one of the books I've read. It says, can two work together except they agree? I think that the biggest limitation to our progress in life are the people that we work with, the people we talk to, the people we bring into, you know, into our space, the people we listen to. So I'm just going to advise that you begin to watch out for the people that you call friends, the people you call boyfriends, the people you will want to spend the rest of your life with. Because if that individual's mind is not open, you can be limited by virtue of the people that you're engaged with. And there's no stopping you, absolutely. I mean, there's no stopping you. When Miss Abby was talking, one of the things I picked out is that, um, you know, if you're educated, I mean, just, just, just do your thing. doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman, just put in your best. You know, there are, there are young ladies now in school who can't wait to finish their first degree. And then they, in their minds, they are thinking, the only way I'm going to survive this is just to get married to some rich, some rich guy who's going to take good care of me. Who says you can't be that rich fellow? I mean, so it's just about, you know, opening up your minds to infinite possibilities like Dr. Amma said. And there is no depending on anyone, you know, depending on any entity to help you. Once again, I would like to say congratulations, everyone. Congratulations, Vasilov Gade, Lavina Lisa, Bridget Peter James, Adiola Antonia Oyetunde, Eriogo Lua Kuye, and Ayomide Margaret Olaugu. I wish you all the best. Hopefully you make it again uh, with the 2022 entry. A big thank you to our sponsors, Allied Empowerment Parties and the Adekoya family. And the Adekoya family is doing this in honor of the first and only female surveyor general of Nigeria, Mrs. Olainka Omolabake Adekoya. That's our episode on this one. For me, before you go, please, everyone. Keep your eye on Instagram, all the social media platforms. The announcement is coming out today. Do participate and um, invite your cohort to also be part of it. Melvina has her hand up. Yes, Melvina. If you are mute and speak. Sorry, I have a quick question. Yes, Melvina. So if, 
if, if we apply for the scholarship as one time, um, what is the English, as one time benefactors, then if we apply for this one and then we are not choosing, is it that the mentorship ends here and it's not going to, are we, are we going to, the mentorship, does it stop? Or the other persons that won will have to come and join this mentorship that we already, this E and E group that we already have formed. So um, Melvina, I'm going to start first as an educationist, actually, just because you always hear my voice, I'll have Miss Abby explain the difference between a benefactor and a beneficiary. Yes, a benefactor is the person that gives and a beneficiary is the person that receives. So the party that gives is the benefactor and the party that receives is the beneficiary. So you are the beneficiaries of the scholarship. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. So now the second half of your question was, um, do you have to go through the process again? The answer is yes, you do have to go through the process again. Um, but I have no doubt that all of you will be successful and we'll just be adding six new ladies to the group. So yes, you do. But if you get through the second time, you automatically in the third and the fourth year. It's up to you. The power lies in your hand. Use it. If you want it, go for it. All right, Ma, thank you very much. Thank okay. you. I thought she was also asking that does um, the mentorship program continues irrespective of whether they make it to, whether they pass this process or not. Ah, the mentorship program is part of what we offer the um, beneficiaries. So unfortunately, if you're not selected, then the mentorship program will come to an end, but you're always welcome to contact us. And hopefully in the years to come, maybe next year, this year, we'll be able to offer a separate mentorship program that you can participate in. I can see your eyes, but Melvina, you're a powerful individual. I've come to know you over the last few months. Well, the last year, you have it. You have what it takes to succeed at anything that you intently put your attention on. So I, I expect to see you. Adeola, why do you look so sad? I'm still here. <laughs> You'll be able to contact me. <laughs> Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you very much. And uh, Nifemi, Miss Abby, thank you. This is the Thinking Reimagine podcast, sponsored by Allied Empowerment. Allied Empowerment Consultancy offers leadership and innovation through bespoke human development solutions, brain based leadership, and coaching. Allied Empowerment empowers business leaders teams and individuals to intentionally accentuate desired outcomes built on trust, curiosity, psychological safety, engagement and communication. Allied Empowerment. Thriving in a sustainable and valued manner.